Welcome to the Carry On Couple Podcast with Ryan and Katrina. This is our podcast about our adventures and how we make life magical. We're going to tell you all about how we travel the world on a tight budget and still make it awesome. We can't say that our way will work for everybody, but we want to share our experiences with you so that you might be able to have your own travel adventures. And if you're listening, we want you to know that you and I, we're in a club now. The Carry On Club. Episode 43! The 43rd. Last week on Carry On Couple Podcast, we started our journey down under with some tours of Sydney and the Blue Mountains. This week, we're talking about more things to do in Sydney and the things we can't wait to do when we go back. Take it away. All right, we're here. Episode 43, hopefully video episode number two. We're trying it out again. Um, yeah, so we're going to try doing it two weeks in a row. Why not? And we wore the same outfits. We wore the same outfits. Yeah, it's like we just went straight on and recorded from one episode to the other. What? Who does that? I don't know. We need to learn from Wheel of Fortune and have a change of clothes ready to go. Um, okay, anyways, um, aside from pointing out our obvious flaws right off the bat. <laughs> just, oops. <laughs> Ignore all of that. <laughs> we are keeping that in. Um, so let's continue on. Let's start off with one of the cheapest things you could do on a on any, any trip. On any, on any vacation, trip. there's all over all over major cities. Yes. I think we've mentioned this before in we previous have. episodes. There are free walking Say tours. What? Free walking tours. One more time. Free walking tours. Really? Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, you okay there? You're, hello. Okay. Uh, this one specifically was called I'm Free Walking Tour. Yeah. Um, pretty simple. There was a couple different ones you could take. There was a, like a haunted one kind of. There was like the one that was talking. There was a nighttime one. Yeah, nighttime one that was like talking about like the ghost stories. Yeah. And then there was the daytime one. We were there during the day, so we went on the daytime no, one. No, we no. We did the nighttime did one. Did we do the nighttime one? Yeah. That's okay. All right. We probably did. This we is did. a long time ago. <laughs> uh, anyways, this was, uh, there were two ones, like two time like one, one right? the daytime like, one was longer. Yeah, that was a three hour. Covered one. a little bit more. That's right. And we, we did, did the one shorter in the evening. One, it was an hour and a half. Hour and a half. Um, and this one, surprise, surprise, if you listen to last week, uh, focused on the neighborhood of the rocks. The rocks. Uh, when you think of the the neighborhoods and everything, I think the rocks is the most historical one. Yeah. Everything else kind of turns into big city kind of things because uh, we did walk through the city at one we point. Did. Not a lot going on at night. Because nobody's working, so uh, we didn't really see much, and we we're doing it on the way to a different spot. But yeah. anyways, let's go back to this tour. Yes. Uh, you meet in front of the front of Cadman's College, a uh, cottage, 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 uh, in the circular circular quay. Is that how you say circular K quay? Quarry? No, it's not quarry. Q W A Y. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce it. I just pronounce like Asian things, okay? Um, but anyways, uh, you meet in for the Cadman's Cottage. Really obvious because there's several people in bright green shirts that says, like, "I'm free." Neon green, and then holding I think it posters. Also says something they're announcing. Like, Ask me about my tour. Yeah, there's, <laughs> it's very, very obvious. It's very easy to find, and you also see a bunch of other people who look like they might possibly be waiting for a free tour to start. Yeah. <laughs> so they get this thing started. They introduce themselves as usual. They mention how it's free. Uh, these guys were actually kind of up front with uh, it's free, but at the end we we do accept tips. We appreciate tips. Yeah. 
Um, that's how they get paid. So it is free. Uh, we tend to do the more free side than anything. Sometimes we throw it at a couple bucks if we have some spare change. Well, we but... usually give a tip, but it's not very big because yeah. usually we don't have a lot of cash on us. Yeah, that's true. Um, but this one was, uh, we went to the site of the first convict set settlement and you learn about the murders, muggings, and mysteries that shaped the beginnings of uh, Sydney, really. Yeah, it's and like my favorite part of the tour. Yes, please do. Um, my favorite part was learning was how the one uh, lady, she would like lure men into a small alley and then she would uh, get her gang to attack those guys. Yeah, so it wasn't just one lady. It was this, this kind of sketchy, super narrow alleyway where women would stand kind of at the mouth of the alley, maybe show a little ankle, get somebody interested. Mm -hmm. And then when they'd come into that alleyway, the the guys would be there ready to mug the man who came to get some action. (laughs) So he thought. Yeah. Um, I thought that was a really cool story. That was a really cool story. Um, It was really interesting. And they actually had some really cool... um, artwork in the alley to kind of show this sort of events transpiring. It was really interesting. Yeah, it also kind of told the story in in a different way. Um, So that was really cool. Um, Another part that was like super random, I thought, but that I really liked was the oldest, yeah, those are your quotes, oldest pub in uh, Sydney. Uh, There's three of them that claim that they're the oldest. Uh, there was the, um, Fortune of War. That was, it's the oldest continually licensed public hotel of Sydney, which has a bar. Yeah, well, hotels, hotel and bar in Sydney are like synonyms. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's right. So, uh, yeah, so that one is the one that was, um, if you remember us talking about the the oldest, quote unquote, uh, pub underneath our hotel. Yep, that was, that was this one. Uh, so this was a fun in- environment. It's a little, tiny, kind of uh, hole-in-the-wall kind of small. pub. Yeah. And um, actually... It was like a, a bar in the round. Yes. But you literally had enough room for like two people to walk by around. Yeah, and then we found out a little bit later that there was actually a little more space back, and there might have been, might have been a upstairs too. I don't know. Uh, I think the upstairs uh, went to a different place. Okay. Like our I hotel. Wasn't, <laughs> <laughs> true. I wasn't totally sure about that, uh, but they had live music on the weekend, so it was very fun. Um, then the second bar claiming to be the oldest... In Sydney, is Lord Nelson's Hotel. Mm-hmm. And so this one's claim was that it's Sydney's oldest licensed hotel. And like we said before, hotel and pub is like one yeah. and the same. Yeah. Uh, so this one, we didn't, we saw the outside. We didn't actually get to go into this one. Right. Uh, but apparently, if you do go, uh-huh. you have to try the Plowman's Plate, mm. which as far as I could tell, it was just a giant, massive, heaping mound of, like, meat and That's what it sounds stuff. like. It sounds like just meats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, they also have a lot of really good Australian beers okay. there. Um, and I think, if I remember correctly, they have, it's like a brewery also. So they make their own. Yeah, that one, that one didn't And we own. had put this on. We were going to go back after the tour and check it out. And I think it was just too far. It we was. Were, we, it we was further than we thought. A lot thought. further yeah. away from it than we thought we were going to. And the third one, 
the hero of Waterloo. Uh, probably not the oldest, but it definitely had the most colorful history. Yeah, I can't remember exactly what their claim was, but it was like not as strong as the other two. Um, this one's my favorite though. Yeah. Uh, because it has the most colorful history. It's so there's a dungeon slash cellar. Mm-hmm. And when people would be drinking, there was actually a trap door where they would get put into that dungeon cellar area. They mm-hmm. would get mugged. Obviously. Um, and then they would be um, sold into service. And Excellent. Sent, and sent off to the sea. Excellent. Uh, I remember hearing that story yeah. now. Yeah, I remember them so, being sold as a servant. I just yeah. thought, like, what? So yeah, they would get like, them. They would get them too drunk, and then when they drunk, wake up after blacking they out, they're on a boat, on a boat. and enslaved in, in like indentured yep. servants, basically. Yeah. Um, fun. So, fun fact. Uh, and they also used their tunnels and cellar uh, to do rum running mm. in other parts of their history. Mm. Um, this one, I don't know why, just like, that was just like a weird, fun story that really made me think like, this is a cool joint. Yeah. Um, not that I want to be in that position. It's just interesting (laughs) historically. Yeah. Uh, they also are supposed to have a great variety of Australian beers and a very fun vibe inside with lots of kind of odd little spots. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, would you say this one was worth the money it cost? Uh, yeah, it was free. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Again though, uh, I, I, we usually do tip. Um, I think this one we didn't tip as much because we didn't have that much money, but, uh, we have tipped a little more, uh, depending on, on how they did, honestly, like you can, yeah, it's encouraged, but not required. Um, and they won't think of anything if you don't, but if you have it and it's good, like leave some money. Yeah. Uh, it was very informative too, besides being free. It was, it was informative. It was entertaining. It was really fun. Those kids know what they're talking about. I say kids because it's usually a college age kid. Yeah, um, I would say the it. majority of the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, they they know they know at least that part of their history. And typically, it's locals, and they've been trained up pretty well. Mm-hmm. Was that the one where we walked up actually like like a pretty big hill to get up to like view the yes, city, the observatory, was, uh, right? Yeah, it yeah. was. Yeah. Yeah, that was really cool. Um, we also went to the Royal Botanic Gardens. This was okay. not part of the free tour. This is no, this on is our a own. new thing. Yeah. Um, new thing. New the, the, the gardens thing. weren't a new thing. We're on a new no, subject. No, the gardens are, have been <laughs> open since 1816, so not a new so thing. So not new. Um, um, fairly new, though. Fair, yeah, compared to the rest recent, of the world. Recent history. Um, it's 74 acres. That's a lot of acres. It's a lot of acres. Yeah. Uh, it's right next to the Sydney Opera House. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and really just a fun area to walk around, maybe have a picnic, uh, take in all of the kind of native flora and fauna. Oh, this is where we went to that, uh, that special exhibit, the plants that bite. <laughs> uh, we had a cute picture of, uh, of they have, they had a little like floral arrangement that said bite me. Yeah. And she was, she was biting me while I was making a funny face in front of that. Thing. It was pretty funny. But yeah. anyways, um, it, uh, it's, it's. Kind of goes through like the whole like Venus flytrap history and yeah. the evolution and yeah, it talks about a bunch. I didn't even realize like I obviously knew about the Venus flytrap, mm-hmm. but I didn't realize how many other variations of carnivorous plants there were. Yeah, there's lobster pots, uh, bladders. They have lure, trap, kill, and they uh, uh, they lure, trap, kill, and I said trap. <laughs> they trap them. Uh, they trap them and then they kill them and it's they they it's, get the oh, it they get horrible. the proteins. Is that what they're doing? It's yeah, just, it's well, not a quick death. It's like they get <laughs> they're in like some kind of thing and they slowly like you and then yeah yeah and then they huh. they absorb the nutrients or something. Okay. 
It sounds gross. Yeah, there's there's a lot of really interesting ways they do it, and we have we always have blah blast and little things like this. Yeah, so. it was really fun. There were some cool videos. You got to walk around and see all the things. It was so humid inside, though. Yeah, so it was. Well, it was a, it was a greenhouse. That. It was a tropical and you know, plant thing. It was gross. We I don't remember if you remember seeing this or if you blocked it out. We also did see a very large Nasty spider. Nasty spider. It was a big one, and and it was actually the biggest wild spider I've ever seen. Terrifying, guys. Uh, you know, actually, just the, we that was really the only big spider that we saw. There's always like a bad rap for Australia, the big bugs, the things always trying to kill right. you. Right. I think that's we've heard that's actually more Western Australia, yeah, maybe. We were, we were in a like in a more big populated city, area. Yeah, so very populated, that helps so too. you get a little less. But yeah, when I say big spider, I mean, you know, with legs, it's probably about this big. It was, it wasn't small. I got. We started, well, it was on the ground, and I just told Katrina, there's nothing interesting over there, and turned her around. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but yeah, we did, uh, people have asked us, did you see any weird bugs or anything like that? We saw the giant spider, so. Nasty. Yeah. Um, what else did we do there? Okay, so. Oh, yeah, yeah. When we, so, basically, when you come out of the opera house, and you if you go towards the, um, the botanic gardens, you can walk along there, you can keep going around, and you basically get, like, completely across the bay i guess yeah you, you like walk onto a peninsula basically that's it and yeah. uh and over there there's like this big hill with like again a great view of the bridge and the opera house i told you you hear that a lot yeah. um so we went over there to watch the sunset and kind of just kind of enjoy it walk around uh there was this really cool part where you could sit and just watch like the boats go by and stuff Mm-hmm. And it was kind of like you're sitting in like a like the crevice. Um, oh, that's right, right. That little like little rock. cutout, yeah. And it was it was nat- naturally made mm-hmm. by wind beating against the rocks yeah. and wearing them down. And so it ju- it looks like you're supposed to sit there and hang out there, but it's just and a lot of people were sitting yeah. and hanging out there, yeah. So that was really cool. And like I said, had a really we had a really good time just like hanging out there, relaxing. Um, and then also up at the top of the hill, uh, we did like a little photo shoot and watched the sunset, mm-hmm. um, which was super cheesy, but really fun. Oh yeah. <laughs> Got to see a giant also, cruise ship. Very windy. <laughs> there was a giant cruise ship. Biggest cruise ship I've ever seen. Oh yeah. I forgot about that. That cruise ship was huge. It was huge. The fact that it was floating was absolutely astonishing to me. <laughs> um, I thought it wasn't going to fit under the bridge and the bridge is huge. Um, but then we, uh, we went to, is it Bondi beach? Yes. Bondi beach. I was, I was, it looks like I want to say Bondi beach. I think it's Bondi. Bondi. I think it's Bondi. Bondi beach. Uh, we walked, walked along the coast. Bondi beach isn't like, especially if you're from Southern California, it's not like a super long beach. It's not particularly wow inspiring. It's pretty. Um, the sand is a different color in Australia. Mm -hmm. It's more golden. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's very pretty. And we had the beach almost to ourselves because... It was windy. It was so windy. It was so windy. I'm not sure if you can hear us, but it's a little windy. Just a little. I don't think they can hear you. Huh? What? What? Have you guys ever been on a beach in the wind? It is not fun. You'll get clean because you get sandblasted. Yes, literally (laughs) sandblasted. I... It hurt. The wind was blowing the sand into our skin, and it just felt like yeah. So it was bad. more just us wanting to 
go so, there to see yeah. we went there. So we it was went, a cool little beach town, we though. We walked around. We, yeah, we went to some shops. We got <laughs> some ice cream. Um, <laughs> we did. Not on the beach, though, because Not that would have been beach. terrible. Uh, I think I'm pretty sure I almost got hit by a car because I was too busy looking at my ice cream and not looking both ways. Don't do that. I think it was a truck, actually. It it was probably a truck. I don't know. The ice cream was really good, obviously. Apparently. Um, (laughs) And so it was really fun. We We also wanted to see that one. uh, There's like the pool, the the pools that were right next to Bondi Beach. We just wanted to see that. So we, we, yeah, we looked at that. We didn't go in um, and had the name of that in a little while. Um, and then we did a little bit of a walk. So we were trying yes. to do one coastal trek that I had read about. And we yeah. thought from the map, we were like, oh, okay, it starts over on the left. I'm usually pretty good at reading maps. And then we I were I forgot it was Australia it. and I did an upset. Right. And so we, we went on the wrong coastal <laughs> trek, but it was, it still, was still a coastal trek. Coastal trek. And yeah. It was really pretty. So we ended up doing the one that's. Bondi to Coogie, uh, Coogie yeah. which is about 6Ks. Uh, we didn't do all 6Ks. We did part of it, not a very long Which time. is just over three miles. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe we did like a mile or something, but we just kind of wanted to take yeah. a stroll. But like, and it was so windy that we we didn't really last the whole time. But it was gorgeous, beautiful views. It's very relaxing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, that was super awesome. Yeah. And then... We also spent a lot of time kind of looking around in the harbor um, and the marina kind of area. There were lots of really nice shops and restaurants. Um, So that was really fun. And we kind of spent one of our nights, we just kind of wandered around that area, went into whatever looked interesting, Mm -hmm. um, had some good food, had some drinks. Yeah, Um, we almost just made it kind of like a free day. Yeah, there's nothing planned or anything. It was... It, it was it was nice. So I, liked I think that kind of covers the majority of what we did. Yeah. Our, I don't know if we said this before, but we were only in Sydney for three days. Yeah. So with that said, I think we did a lot. Yeah, that's not um, a lot for us. <laughs> not a lot for us at all. No, I feel like we still did a lot. No, I mean like a lot of days. Oh, okay. Not a lot I of days like, for we us. We did a lot of stuff. Yeah, no, we definitely did um, a lot. But... Obviously, we still have other things that we would like to do. So, yeah. we want to talk to you about some things that we're, you know, we're saving for next time. Yeah. Um, so, we have the uh, the bridge climb. Yes. The bridge climb. Uh, we want to uh, actually shout out to Mark and Annie. That's right. Thanks, Mark and Annie, for, for uh, re- requ- recommending, recommending that to it. us. Uh, really, the thing that kept us from doing that was the winds. It was so windy. That it was, people still did it. They didn't like cancel it, but we're like, if it's. We just felt a little nervous and we felt, okay, so it was partially the wind. We knew going in that it was expensive, but like I said, Mark and Annie had told us like, it's a lot of money, but it's worth it. Like definitely do it. And we had originally planned. And then, like I said, we had all those tours and we kind of felt like, oh, we don't have the time to like give it. It's just dues. And then when the winds were there, we were like. Next time. We're going to... 100% we're doing this next time. It's just not meant to be this time. Yeah. So, um, I would say this. Pro tip. If you do want to do it, book it in advance. Yes. And try to book your climb at dawn, dusk, or at night. 
Because yeah. apparently that gives you an even more incredible experience. Like anytime you go, it's going to be amazing. Yeah. But those are supposed to be even more spectacular. Um, there's a there's a couple different types of climbs too. Yeah, there there's are, the one that goes all the way to the top. There's uh-huh. the one that goes like partial away, par- partially to the top, and then there's I think it's like there's like a second like level all too. the way to okay. So the way that it works is the bridge has an outer arch and an inner arch, mm-hmm. and so there's the summit climb, which mm-hmm. you climb all the way to the top of the bridge on the outer arch. You get 360 degree views. It takes 3.5 hours and 1,332 steps. Apparently, they counted. Um, then, if you want to do the Summit Express climb, mm-hmm. that one takes you um, a little bit shortened. So it takes you upside. Sorry, up up the inside arc. It takes you upside down. No, no, don't go upside down. <laughs> up the inside arc of the bridge. <sighs> Uh, this one is, again, you still get the 360 degree views, but it's only 2.5 hours and 1,002 steps. Um, and then a third option is the sampler climb. And this one takes you about a fourth of the way up the inside arc. Um, it's only an hour and a half Mm -hmm. and you only have to do 556 steps. Uh, we already talked a little bit about why we didn't do it. The wind. The wind is um, a big one. So the wind was, we'll do this in both increments here, 50 to 70 kilometers per hour. Which is? Which is about 31 to 30, no, sorry, 31 to 44 miles per hour. Did you just do that in your head? Nope. Okay, you had it in your notes. I definitely <laughs> wrote it down. Um, <laughs> which is very, very fast. Yeah. Some crazy wind. Yeah, for being up that high. powerful wind. Yeah. And yeah, being up that high, that's crazy. Um, and then, like I said, the other one that kind of weighed in, like we knew ahead of time, but it was a small factor, was the cost. Mm-hmm. Um, so you got to be prepared because if you want to do the summit climb, the which is what we've heard is like the most recommended one, um, it's $266, sorry, $68 to... $403 per person. Does that depend on, like, the peak time or... I think it depends on what time you're talking about. Oh, oh, that makes sense. That because makes sense. I think certain times are probably Got it. more, Got it. like, sought after. That makes sense, yeah. Uh, the Express one starts at 268 and goes up to 333 And the sampler is 174 So even the cheapest one, you're looking at almost $200 per person. So, yeah, you know, it's a pretty penny. Is that U.S. dollars or... U.S. Or- Dollars. U.S. dollars? Pretty okay. sure. Okay, cool. I mean, it's not like a, a really drastic difference it's, between it's the difference, two, but there would I'm be a difference. almost positive, and those are the current prices. I looked that up. Okay, cool. Recently. Cool. Um, we, there was also kayaking in the Sydney Harbor. Yeah, you could do like a, a sort of a, not a private tour, but like a private company tour. Yeah, yeah. Um, where you're with other people, but yeah. it's, yeah. But it's mm-hmm. like a small group. And you do like a, you could do a sunrise tour with coffee, mm. right? Because why are you waking up that early? I like coffee. And apparently that's supposed to be just so stunning because everyone's still sleeping, and so the water is nice and calm and glassy, mm-hmm. and you get to see the sun come up. I'm not a big fan of the sun coming up, but <laughs> I mean she's up before the sun comes up. Ugh. But I would do it because it's pretty. And, you know, actually, the wind has an, a factor to that, too. And they might not have been doing that. They the, might not have Because been. Uh, wind actually does affect kayakers, if you didn't know that. 
they might not have a sail, but you, as soon as you start kayaking in wind, you'll understand. It's it's hard. <laughs> it's not easy. Yeah. Um, there is the uh, oh the icebergs pool. Yeah, that was one you're talking that's the about. One at Bondi Beach. Yeah, it's an ocean pool. And uh, it's been there for like 100 years? Yeah, it's a very popular landmark. Um, it's oftentimes called like the most Instagrammable pool. Yeah. Because it's just, it looks like you should take pictures of it. It's very pretty. And it's only $8 for an entry. Yeah, and yeah. your entry includes access to the pool, the sauna, and the gym, yeah. which just sounds pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, I think, again, we were we were cold. <laughs> So we didn't. It was windy. Like it was and super windy, and it was also yeah, we wanted so to enjoy it. It's it's something we just that, decided against yeah. it. But I would like to give it a go or swim in one of the other ones. There are other ocean slash seawater pools like mm -hmm. this on some of the other beaches. Um, so I would like to give it a go. It's it looked really really cool. Yeah. Um, there's the Manly Ferry. We tried to do this. Like <laughs> Manly Ferry. He's making muscles. <laughs> <laughs> um, we tried to do this a few times. Yeah, yeah. And it just did. The timing didn't work out. I really wanted to, but it we just it just didn't happen. We got we did a bunch of other really great stuff. It just this did not make it. Yeah. Um. But it's a ferry that takes you. Um, takes you to Manly Beach, right? Yeah, it takes it? you to Manly Beach. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I knew you were gonna do that, and. Uh, it, you get to go by the bridge, the opera house, the zoo, a bunch of beaches. So you get to see a lot of really great stuff on this ferry, and it's super cheap. Um, I don't remember how much money it is, but it's really cheap because it's public transportation. Yeah. Um, and it's supposed to be really a fun area to hang out and check out um, once you get there. You can also hop off and do um, the coastal trek from manly to spit which is um so if you're going one way it's nine kilometers if you're doing a return trip it's 18k um it's supposed to have some of the most spectacular views and you get to go past all of these little sandy coves and um you get to see cindy harbor and if you go up and down some rocky staircases you get to see at least four different secret beaches. And these are beaches that you can only get to by boat uh -huh. or by walking. So they're not very heavily trafficked, especially not, they're kind of a little off the beaten path. Um, so I was like really down to do this coastal trek because that sounded like something that we would love. Yeah. We, we live next to a really nice coastal walk that I absolutely love doing. And so this was like, Again, another reason why it just felt so, I don't know, so similar to home was these sort of options and mm -hmm. activities that we had going on. Um, another thing, oh, at the at the Pinnacle, um, you can look out for Garado Point, which has Aboriginal engravings. You can see the outline of a giant kangaroo, boomerangs, whale small fish all carved into this sandstone. So I would highly, highly recommend if you get a chance and you're in Sydney to try and do this walk because it just sounds like you get to see so much. It sounds really awesome. Yeah, that that would does sound really cool. It sounds like something that we should have done. True. And yes, it probably so it probably would have been something we would have done ex instead of one of the tours. That's what I mean. I really think 
we were excited to be using a tour guide and not having to like deal with planning things Mm -hmm. like just sit back and have somebody take us places but i think we were excited about that before we left and i feel like when we were there i was like oh i wish we could just like run away and do whatever we want yeah on some days it was really nice a lot of the time but some of the times i was like we could have done without that yeah uh there was one more walking tour right yes um the the um the indigenous walking tour the other one of a uh was it darwall national park yeah that one so yes that one's an hour out of sydney but uh until recently access from the bush was restricted uh because uh, why was that um it's aboriginal or indigenous land so yeah it was restricted to tourists but now they started opening up um tours the second saturday every month you can book that wow so that one's hard to get to yeah so it's it's not something like that you you kind of have to be down the right day and probably book it ahead of time but you get to see um some really cool stuff you have a local guide who Mm -hmm. um can tell you all about the plants and animals and tell you some really cool stories Mm -hmm. um you also have the opportunity to kind of like take a break and picnic at um minerva pool which apparently is like a sacred women's pool that only women and children are allowed to go into that's really cool uh, there's the Carriage Works Farmer's Market. That's right. Naturally, you put a Farmer's Market down. Of course down. I did. Um, we did a Farmer's Market down there, didn't we? We did. We did. We only caught the tail end of it. Yeah. And we actually got a couple things from it. Yes. That's right. I got sunglasses uh-huh. and you got a towel. A towel and sunglasses. And sunglasses. And yeah. Sunglasses. Yeah. I actually still have those sunglasses. I love those sunglasses. Oh, no. Yours didn't come from that. Mine came from there. Yours came from somewhere else. Oh, mine came from another one. Yeah, because I was jealous of your sunglasses. Yeah, That's right. Mine That's super right. Awesome. That's right. I wear them all the time. Um, <laughs> they've got bamboo on the sides. They're super yeah. awesome. But the Carriage Works uh, Farmer's Market, that one's busiest, uh, the busiest Saturday market yes. in the city. Uh, that one has like seasonal, pro- it's like, you know, like usual, the basics, usual farmer's, farmer's market. market Just stuff. very, very big, very busy. Um, apparently, there's a superstar seafood chef called um josh nyland yes okay who's there every week at saint peter's stand and they do like kind of like intricate odd little seafood dishes that you can buy there but i mean so if you're a foodie and you're interested in that that's a really rare opportunity to have a farmer's market as next thing i know my uh, our nephew would love oh to my do this. gosh uh swim with the sharks at the sea life yes. sydney aquarium uh only like Cageless shark diving, so obviously we're not like swimming with great whites or no, anything it's, dangerous. Um, a colony of gray nurse sharks, mm-hmm. uh, and you go for thirty minutes. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I know that's a pretty decent yeah. um, little experience. And the aquarium also has a colony of king and gentoo penguins, Ooh, which is penguins. Cool if you want to check that, <laughs> that's really cool. Um, actually, swimming or surfing at Bondi Beach would have been nice. Yeah. But, you know, we're I feel there. like you definitely would have wanted to try surfing. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've surfed before, so it's, it's... But surfing there. Surfing there, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. On one of the beaches in Australia, that's pretty cool. That would be really cool, yeah. Um, there's the Unicorn Hotel. That just sounds like somewhere you have to go. Right, right. And that's a hotel as, like, a pub, right? Yeah, it's, it's okay. like, a very, very traditional kind of Aussie pub. 
Okay. Uh, there's darts, there's pool, there's a piano man with Ooh. a Friday night sing-along. Um, so it's supposed to be really, really fun. And apparently they've got bomb schnitzel. I'm going to have to take people's word for it. And we're going to have to try it is what's going to happen. I want schnitzel. I will, I'll, I'll try some schnitzel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, while we're on that topic, why yes. don't we talk about the food that we missed? Why don't we? Yeah. So there's Old Mate's Place where you can uh, grab a drink at Rooftop Bar. We tried to go to a rooftop bar so many times. And um, it just didn't happen. But uh, this place <laughs> this place specifically, Old Mate's Place, yeah, you're supposed to a... try the Philly steak. It's yes. It's the booze sopping Philly cheesesteak. Yeah. Which just, that description alone makes me want to go mm-hmm. there. Um, but yeah, it's supposed to be like a really fun little bar scene with like some interesting kind of you can be in the regular bar or on the rooftop part and it's kind of different feels but Mm -hmm. that cheesesteak though yeah yeah you'll like this next one yes so the next one is called sasone and sons gelat gelateria yes sorry i was like (laughs) i was gonna say gelato because in my head i was thinking "Mm, it's gelato yeah but it's a gelateria i I stopped because i wasn't yeah I was reading it and I stopped um, reading So they it. have buttermilk Oops. and passion fruit flavors, <laughs> uh, sweet and tangy and slightly salty yeah. kind of ones. So that yeah. was supposed to be like a very famous um, place to get gelato. So, you know, I'm always down to try those. I guess what's next on the list? What? Cow and Moon Gelato. I know. Uh, that one's award winning, but it's also affordable. Yeah. Um, they have flavors like the mandal. Mandorla Avajdo, which is voted best in the world. Apparently. Apparently. I don't know who voted for it, but that's what it said. Yeah. I don't even know what that's supposed to taste like. You, uh, but did I'm you, in. Get, you cast your vote? Nope. You need to find out what this what this community is of voting. Of voters. Yeah. And how do I get samples? Exactly. <laughs> um, uh, there's also the um, poached strawberry and balsamic, which was voted best in Australia, Ooh. which I'm guessing second to the Mandorla because that one was the best in the world. Yeah. Well, I'm guessing that like is solely like just for Australia. Okay, but I don't. So know. maybe maybe Australia likes Different the strawberry one better than maybe? the Mandorla. Okay, I'm not sure. Okay, um, um, but I'm always down for ice cream, so there had to be some. We missed out on these ice cream places on this list. This one was really curious to me because of like their kind of specialty dish. It's called the Fish Market Cafe. <laughs> Cue the music. Hey, what um, time is it? <laughs> <laughs> we have a ten o'clock alarm every night. You know what time it is now it's here. Off. <laughs> All right. Um, so this next one, the Fish Market Cafe. Yes. And like I was saying, they have a really interesting dish. It's called a sushi donut. Yeah. And I didn't do too much looking this, but it straight up looks like a donut with sushi on top. Hmm. Um, I'm guessing the donut bit is made out of rice, but I don't know if it's just made out of rice or if it's rice and dough. Not really sure. It looks gorgeous. Yeah. Like, it's so pretty. Um, I feel like you would definitely have to share but it looks amazing. Yeah. Um, and it's supposed to be, like, very, very good. I, I'd be down. There's a Harry's Cafe de Wheels. Yeah. <laughs> I'm super stoked about this, and I'm also really mad we didn't go there. Yeah. It's one of Sydney's, uh, like, best pie shops. That's right. Yeah. And, and, and we're talking, like, meat pies. That's right. Yeah. Savory meat pies, yeah. everybody. Oh, my God. They looked so good. On top of the pie, it's got... um mashed potatoes and uh and and mushy peas that part kind of throws me off a little bit but yeah, you're everything not a fan of else peas, sounds but, amazing but a lot of meat would, pies have like peas on it yeah, somewhere or something well, like that so usually there's like peas in it but like mushy peas on mushy. top i don't know <laughs> i'm a little questionable on that one but i would try it 
Yeah. There's the one tea lounge and grill, which I think we walked by a couple of times or we wanted to go here, but we chose to go somewhere else, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this one was a place for fusion food lovers, uh, unconventional burgers. Yes, I remember because it was on the corner mm-hmm. of something and we were walking by. We we're like, nah, we don't want to do this. Um, I think it was the price that that did it for us. I think it was a little pricey. Um, yeah, their signature fu- their signature fusion sliders consist of three palm sized three palm sized burgers wedged around a juicy wagyu beef patty and spicy sauce. Holy moly! Yeah, but what's the unique part? Uh, instead of using bread, they use crispy ramen. That's right, or yeah. crunchy rice, or matcha bows. Yeah, matcha bows. Oh, <laughs> uh, also. Did you know? <laughs> did you know that they have I didn't see ice know cream this was a late ad. bow burgers? Bow burgers. <laughs> and that was really hard for me to say. But like guys, it's fried oh. bow with miso caramel and then you can get matcha, black sesame, lychee, or red bean ice cream. It's an ice cream burger this with was a bow late ad. This was a late add into the notes because it surprised oh. me reading these notes. <laughs> Oh, man. I am in love with this dessert, and I haven't tried it yet. That's so funny. Oh. All right, so we'll end this one off with the uh, Black Star Pastry. Yeah, and uh, hey, this one we walked by. We did. We walked by this one, too. I remember walking by this one. This one has a, a famous strawberry watermelon cake. Yeah. Strawberry watermelon cake. And I looked at pictures, and it's gorgeous. It's so pretty, and it looks super refreshing. And I don't know how we walked by it multiple times and didn't eat it. I, we had stuff that we were doing or we were full or it was money. There was there was a lot of things Ooh, that we nice. had. Maybe we were just saving it for the next time. It's it's tough to know why. Like, if you're there, please eat this. Tell yeah. me how it is. Yeah. Um, what we, is it exactly? Oh, oh what is it? It's, <laughs> a, it's a, It has like a rose-scented cream. It's it's fluffy. It's mm-hmm. um, like a... Oh. It's got like a crumbled almond part. Yeah. Kind of and, crisp. Ju- it says juicy watermelon. It's, I think it? on the top, it's got watermelon and it's got like some kind of a floral sort of edible kind of, I don't know. There was okay. a lot going on. Apparently they can sell out. Yeah, they sell this one sometimes, out apparently. Yeah. So it's better to try and get it earlier in the day. Yeah. Um, or you can, I think you can reserve one for late. Like, you, like I'm coming at this time to pick mine up kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. Maybe it's just because... You know, it's been warm and it's that yeah. it's so refreshing. Yeah. Um, you know, I did want to talk about, um, uh, kind of go back to last week's episode talking about who's in the mood for food when oh, we're talking yeah. about the kangaroo um, steak that we had. Mm-hmm. Uh, we walked there. That's true. We walked most of the places here aside from our tours that provided a vehicle. Um, and I want to say walking to the places, the meat, what was it? The meat something meat co. district co meat district co yeah meat district company um walking from the rock to there isn't entirely a great walk if you do like a straight shot it's um, a little long I, I mean not not necessarily long it's just kind of uneventful you're walking through the city you're walking through the skyscrapers if That's you're in true. if you're into that go for it but um, maybe try to find a more adventurous way to go if you're not like super hungry at the moment or even just drive there. Mm-hmm. When you get there, there's a nice walk you could do. There's it's there's a lot of um, shops and stuff along the, um, I don't want to say beach, along the bay. Yeah. Uh, so that one's pretty. I just, I just, for some reason, that kind of jumped back into my yeah. head. And I remember it being kind of like, a, well, we're in a cement bushland. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> true, true. And also, we normally, like I said, we normally have like a pretty 
big list of things that you got to try to eat when you're there. Um, I think we kind of covered some of the really big ones. There's a few other kind of things, but if, if you try and look up like, oh, what food is Australia known for? There's really not a ton yeah. of stuff that's you know yeah. super specific or um, there's not like Australian food. Yeah, really. it's it's kind of you know they do well certain things or there's there are like some a few different kinds of desserts that are very much from that part of the world. Um, so that was kind of why that was a little shorter, just because there wasn't a lot. Not to say they don't have great food. There was a lot of really great food. It's just maybe not that you can you. <laughs> it's not food that you only get there. You can get it other places too. Yeah. So they have a lot um, of imported food styles. Yeah, but yeah. it's really good. I they mean, do and, really good. And job. from our limited experience in Australia slash mm-hmm. Sydney. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, I guess is that. Is there anything else that you we missed that you wanted to talk about? No, it was just that walk. I thought about. Um, we didn't really use the public transportation too much. Yeah, we didn't use it a lot. We used it pretty minimum minimally yeah. for us. Yeah, but they do have the water ferries. They do have buses. We did use the bus um, mm-hmm. uh, once or twice. Uh, it's just as easy as most other cities, except for Los Angeles. Um, yeah, I did. <laughs> I do remember reading about how. If you're going kind of outside of the the popular kind of downtown area, mm-hmm. um, it does get harder to use public transportation. Um, kind oh, it's of like anything pretty much over here. the bridge, kind of. Yeah, it's kind of harder. similar to California or Southern California. If you're you're from around here, how it's like it exists, but it's not the best. Yeah, it exists, but only just. Yeah, so uh, so that's something to be aware of. Might be a good idea to get a car if you are going to be kind of a little further, mm-hmm. kind of, or if you want the freedom of. They drive on the around. other side. They do drive on the other side, and since we didn't really have to deal with it, I I do think parking is a bit of an issue in the cities, at least. Probably is. Um, yeah, I didn't notice that at all. But we weren't paying attention to that. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, I guess that that wraps up. Uh, Wrapping up Sydney? Sydney, yeah. Yeah, so uh, next week we're off to Port Douglas. That's right. Cool. All right, I think we actually have a video we recorded on the trip for Port Douglas, Ooh. so we might get a little uh, sneak peek into into that we uh, next see. week. But uh, anyways, that it? Till next time. Cue the music. Thank you for listening this week. If you enjoy this show... Please share us with your friends. And review us. That's right. You can listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts. Seriously, we're everywhere. Everywhere. You can follow us too on Twitter at CarryOnCouplePC, Instagram or Facebook. That's CarryOnCouplePodcast. And you can also email us. That's right. At CarryOnCouplePodcast at gmail.com. Now, we're all about these free podcasts. We're just doing this for fun. Really, we are. However, if you do want to support us, we won't say no to money. Just go to anchor.fm slash carryoncouplepodcast and click the support this podcast link. We have an exciting opportunity for you. You, that's right, you can be heard on Carry On Couple Podcasts. What? That's right. It's simple. You just download the Anchor FM app, search Carry On Couple Podcast, tap voice message, and start recording. That's right. And if you have any tips and tricks of your own that you want to share or any fun destination stories from a recent trip that you went on, please leave us a message. The great thing is you can still listen to Carry On Couple podcast on the platform of your choice. But if you want to be heard, download Anchor FM and leave us a message. Until next week. 
Thanks again. And remember, you and I, we're in a club now.